What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your hosts of the GMs of the Future podcast with... Nick Hadnut. And Ryan Bondarenko. Guys, it's going to be a little bit of a different one again. Um, not too much to talk about. So what we're actually going to be doing with these is just kind of going through all of the uh, teams coming up uh, for the NFC North and NFC South. As well as the AFC East, which gives us uh, the three divisions extra to add on to uh, the the two divisions we did last time, being the NFC East and NFC West. Uh, So we're just basically going to talk about the three biggest needs from each team, what we think they're going to do a little bit in free agency, stuff like that. So starting off, we are going to go with the NFC North and with my team, the Chicago Bears, being first up, who are 1.9 million over the cap space right now. They are And this right. is projected with a $185 million cap. As we right now we know the cap is not officially set. It's been determined to be anywhere between 180 million to 185. We're determining this based off that top of the line. The 185. 185. But if it goes down to the 180, they're again they're gonna be six million over and so, so things have to be made moves with yep. the Bears. Number one is they have one quarterback on the roster in Nick Foles, Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky is a free agent, and I believe he's unlikely to be in Chicago next year. Uh, so, And, of course, Allen Robinson is a free agent, and, well, he is your biggest offensive weapon. Him and David Montgomery are too, but... Yep, and with Allen Robinson being the free agent that he is right now, um, they need to do something. They need to franchise tag him. The one like I've heard a bunch of different rumors going around that they're going after Watson, they're going after Russell Wilson, they're gonna look at trading up in the draft to get Trey Lance or somebody like that. Like I, there's so many things, but Robert Quinn is not worth fourteen point seven million for a cap hit. Problem is he's got a twenty three million dollar dead cap hit. So if you cut him, you're yeah. not you're actually hurting yourself in the long run. So truth be told, it's it's guys that have have a bigger salary cap that don't have huge dead cap someone like bobby massey for example at right tack he's only got a 2.6 million dead cap hit but his cap hit is 9.3 million and i do not believe bobby massey is going to be there after you've got jimmy graham who's 10 million cap hit but you're only gonna hit 3 million in dead like yeah, that's so really he's good. someone who could be gone and you know there's in the end, there's lots of those big cap hits that need to be dumped if they're going to improve. Because in the end, they want to get Russell Wilson. They want to get... The biggest one that I don't want the Bears to get rid of, but it's Akeem Hicks. $12 million in cap space. He accounts for 6.25% of the cap space himself on the Bears at a $12 million cap hit. If you get rid of him, it's only a $1.5 million dead hit. You're saving $10.5 million on one guy being gone. And if Eddie Goldman comes back, there's your guy that's going to go in the middle you're, that you're going to have yeah, the, from there. Those are the those are some options. I mean, but again, we're not going to take the cap side. If they need cap room if they're going to go after anybody, but let's be honest, their most likely things is they're going to be focusing this offseason on offense because they know that that's what they need to improve their team. Their defense is a playoff caliber defense, one of the tops in the league, but unfortunately it is not. It, with a 
terrible with a bad quarterback because that's what they've had. They've had bad quarterback play. You're not going to win a the, Super Bowl. You're not going to be a content one of the top tier teams. Yeah, and that's the thing is throughout the entire franchise of Chicago, they've always had quarterback troubles. I mean, Jim McMahon was their best quarterback we've ever seen that led us to one Super Bowl for the 85 Bears, but it was not him. It was the Bears' defense that led them at that time. Yeah, the Bears have have always been a defense-first team. That is what they are. I mean, many great defensive names over the time, but if they are going to go after a quarterback and you're looking at free agent targets, you're going to be looking at someone like Jameis Winston, who's a free agent, maybe Cam Newton, they... They bring in and, you know, they just try some a different style offense. Uh, and, you know. I mean, Dak Prescott is available as a free well, agent. He, he's most likely getting franchise tagged. I yes. don't really count him as a, as yeah, a he, available free agent. But, I mean, we've talked enough about the Bears. Let's move on to some other teams in the NFC. Uh, North. Well, we'll, we didn't actually go through the biggest needs of the Bears for it. Sorry. Quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line. Done. There's yeah. quarterback is their clear the, cut number one. Clear need. cut number one. Allen Robinson needs to be franchise tagged for another year to, so they can get a contract. If he goes, done. wide receiver becomes a major right up there with quarterback. Yeah. But there's also talk of them bringing in Corey Davis to be their new number one from uh, Tennessee. Uh, and I mean, free agents, they need money, right? They yeah. need money. And so you're going to see some cuts and a lot of stuff. But uh, we'll move on to the Detroit Lions and. The Detroit Lions have plenty of issues. They got new quarterback in Jared Goff. Um, we're going to get their cap room uh, here for you right away. But their three biggest needs right off the bat has linebacker, pass rushing help, and an, another wide receiver weapon because they have Galladay, who is a free agent, and he'll most likely going to get franchise tagged to stick around. With And Marvin Jones is also a free agent. So their top two receivers they're losing, all that they really have is uh, they've got a, they've got TJ Hawkins and they've got one of the better tight ends in the league. So their total uh, cap room, just let's find that cap room here. Uh, for the them. cap room for them, they're actually negative three point eight six five million right now. Yeah, so and they're even worse than what Chicago is right now, and they need they're a much worse team. They need more help. Um, and that's the thing is looking at these cap hits for some of these guys. Like, you've got Trey Flowers, who hasn't been producing for the past couple of years, has 10% of their cap hit at $19.98 million. Desmond Trufant, who is, what, 32? Has a 12.1 cap hit. Jamie Collins is a really good player. I understand why he's got the $11 yeah, he, million. Yeah, he's played okay. Justin I mean. Coleman... I don't think he's worth an $11 million. He's been okay. I mean... Their right tackle, uh, Vitae, yeah, 10.4 million. They've got a lot of big cap hits, and I mean... Jesse James. Why do they have Jesse James as a... A second tight end with a cap hit of $6 million when you got TJ Hawkinson. Basically $6.5 million. When TJ Hawkinson is making $5.5 million, is your number one tight end. Chase Daniels... Your, your back, backup tight end is your backup quarterback. quarterback. Sorry, we're just talking about tight ends. Um, the backup quarterback is making five point three million. Like, if you're going to look to save some room, you're going to look at guys like Joe Dahl here. Only a two hundred fifty thousand dollar dead cap 
and you're cutting three million in cap. So you're actually just just under three million. You're just under three million. You're Danny Shelton from five million cap hit. You're only losing one point two five million. So you're actually saving four million dollars with Danny Shelton. Tyrell Crosby only seventy one thousand in dead cap hit, and he's got a two point two million. So you can save a little bit of money here and there, but in the end, the the big focus this year for them is going to be on the draft and drafting well and getting a better team that way and starting to draft younger players. Yeah. But again, linebacker, pass rusher, and a wide receiver they need help with. And, I mean, they've got some free agents coming up. We're going to talk about now the team that is the uh, was the division winner in the Green Bay Packers and uh, one game away from the Super Bowl. But these Packers are negative $11 million in the hole right now. They do not have any room to sign anybody at the moment yeah they are in some trouble but they got some uh their big needs are cornerback linebacker and wide receiver they've made they have made a few cuts already they let christian kirksey go and that saves some money for them um and you mean kevin king is set for free agents that's their number two corner so they need some help help there so if they're going to look at some big time cuts you got someone here you got you know Dean Lowry, who did nothing. He's got a six point three cap hit, three million dead hit. So, so I mean, you're that's... saving three point three right there. You're not going to be getting rid of Kenny Clark because he's got a seven million dollar cap hit, but a twenty. He... Oh no, it's only twenty one million. Twenty one million. Sorry, never mind. Dead cap hit. You're not going to. But someone like, like technically Devonte Adams would clear up a lot. But if you're there's no way they're getting rid of Devonte Adams. Like, let me just make Preston that clear. Smith, Preston Smith could be one to go. He would save them exactly $8 million in cap space. Adrian Amos could be one out of there, too. Well, no. Yeah. He's got an $11 million cap hit. No, that's David Bakhtiari there. Oh, Bakhtiari. Sorry. Yeah, $10 million for $10 million cap for hit. Amos and $5 million dead. Again, like, you're that's... not going to see many of these guys. You could see Valdez Scantling go, who's only got 54000 in dead cap. So, But again, they've done most of their cap cutting situations by what they've done already of their easy cap cutting decisions so you're going to see a lot of guys uh so for example you've got russell some bronson kafusi at defensive end he's got nine hundred twenty thousand no dead cap guys like that who are close to a million Kavari russell some cor- I've one never of their heard of this corner yeah he's 920 one yeah thing. guys like that are going to get cut so you won't the Isaac- nfc north has no cap space not one team in the NFC North, has, has a positive cap, cap. Space, so right now. it will be probably the division that doesn't make many free agent splashes. It's let's be clear with the salary cap going down, it is going to be a tough free agency year for free agents out there. A lot less big contracts are going out there, and I mean, again, Packers needs corner linebacker, linebacker wide receiver. a wide receiver to help out Devonte, and you're going to see them do a lot of their stuff through the draft this year. The Vikings have the least amount of cap space and in this division, and negative. They actually right. They're right exactly with the Packers. Just a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand dollars less than what the Packers, uh, or a hundred thousand dollars more uh, for the Packers. They're both negative eleven. But see, this is where the Vikings need to look at stuff. You've got a guy like Harrison Smith. Smith. Is the no guy dead cap hit and a ten million dollar cap ten point two five million dollar cap hit. 
he that's five percent right there that puts you almost positive with Harrison Smith gone and a big thing is too their big need one of their needs was defensive tackle but they don't re but Michael Pearson opted out last year after signing a contract there he comes back they yes, don't need that DT again. They don't need that DT that fills that need there, which is a big, huge need and helps out their team. So that was actually one of their needs is they've got pass rusher, offensive guard, defensive tackle. Really, it's stopping the run will help out their pass. But I truly believe that Harrison Smith being cut would hurt the defense, but it also would immensely help their cap situation. I mean, they have a mm. massive cap hit at the quarterback position for such a subpar player in Kirk Cousins, Cousins at $31 million, which accounts for 16.36% of their cap. Yeah, I mean, you also got to look. Riley Reef, who did not have a good year as a left tackle for the Vikings, is making $17.45 million for cap hit. But he's got a dead cap of three point seven. So easy, right there, he's, a, he's an easy cut situation too. And you're in the positive by cutting Riley Reef. You're in the positive right there. We could see a lot of restructuring of contracts through these teams in the NFC North. We haven't touched on that too. Yeah, there's are, there are quite to a change few. cap hits out. But I mean, looking down, there's those are even, your major cuts that you're going to see. Yep, there's some guys like... Uh, in the 900,000s and stuff that you can easily cut and save a little bit of money here and there. But again, these teams have to get under the cap by the time season starts to play, right? They can be over the cap and then, you know, figure things out. I mean, but we're going to, again, talk about the NFC North and we're going to touch on some team or the NFC South... And touch well, on some teams that Vikings will have... Vikings' biggest needs, though, what is what were their biggest needs, would you Edge, say? DT, and guard were their three biggest needs. But they don't need the DT. In my edge, or in my eyes, they do not need a DT if Michael Pierce comes back. So they do need a little bit of help on the edge, but that's where Anthony Barr coming back with Daniil Hunter being healthy would help. For sure, but it's they it's their needs of these. Now, these players are coming off of injuries, these... I mean, if you cut Harrison Smith, you're going to need help at safety. So we're going to say Harrison Smith gets cut and you need help at safety. You can replace that over the Michael Pierce defensive tackle need. In the end, the Vikings, their biggest need is offensive line and defensive lights. They need to get bigger and stronger in those areas. And their, it's going to... Their, their corners is their biggest biggest thing for me. They The Vikings had one of the worst uh, pass coverages in the league. And but they had no pass rush, and they used a bunch of picks on young corners last year. So those yeah. guys will just get better as they play. I do so, some of them, yes, but I still don't believe that I, the Vikings need help at corner. I right think now still. I think you have to go with get a better pass rush, and you're going to help yourself. You're going to help out your team in that sense. So go to the NFC South, and we'll talk about the Falcons first, the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, so that's a team that has also a negative cap hit of 15.8 million dollar cap hit. And that this is a team with a top top 10 draft pick this year. Yep. And but you've got Matt Ryan who is 40.9 million dollar cap hit. He is accounting for more than 20% one, of your more team. More than 1/5 of your team and you also have a guy like Julio Jones and Grady Jarrett and stuff. So Th- those three guys right there take up half of your cap space. Yeah. And that's and that's crazy and even Jake Matthews and Dante Fowler takes up some cap hit, but I mean, hey, they those guys are good players. Like that's a good those are your star players and you need to 
you know, you need help to pay those, those guys. You you help those guys, but big cap grinders, guys like Isaiah Oliver would be a decent cut. I mean, I probably don't see that happening as he's one of their one of their starting corners along with AJ Torelli was their first round pick last year. He's not someone you're gonna cut. Hayden Hurst. He's got no dead cap hit. They'll save about two they million. They just traded a second round pick for him last year. I don't see them taking that and two million isn't a big thing. I could see them doing some restructurings this year with guys like maybe Deion Jones is twelve Dante, million. Dante cap- Fowler Jr. Yeah, guys like that. Maybe Jake Matthews his. could get some restructuring done, but there's not they don't have easy cuts. Here. No, they, they don't have easy cuts. I mean, one maybe in Calvin Ridley, but you're not going to cut Calvin Ridley because he's that good. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to cut your AJ Terrell either because he's got he's your first round pick, he, and he's from got last uh, year, only yeah. a three million dollar cap hit, but an eleven million dollar dead hit. You're not doing stuff like that. You might do James Carpenter, who's got a six million cap hit and only a, and a two million dead hit, but again. Dead hits are stuff you don't want to take because they carry over. Yeah. Right? So it's not stuff you want to do. But their big needs are they need a pass rusher alongside uh, Dante Fowler. They could still use help at corner. And they need a running back because they got no Todd Gurley. And Brian Hill and Ido Smith are they're guys who can come in and get you some touches and get some touches. But they're not a game-changing running back. I could see the Falcons taking a running back with their second-round pick this yeah, year. Yeah, I could actually see and I, I, was just I could say. also see them go quarterback with their first-round pick because I think they're, it's eventually coming time for them to move on from Matt Ryan. And uh, now moving on is the Carolina Panthers. And this is the first team that we're talking about that has a proper – has positive cap positive space cap in space. $37 million. $37 million. So you're going to see some things happen with them, and I don't see, think you're going to see any cuts truly happen. Like, um, I think it's amazing that Christian McCaffrey, the probably the best running back in the league right now, is only a $12 million cap hit for them and only taking up... It's six, one of the best running backs in the league. 6.62%. You've got guys like... I know Trey Boston just got cut, so they saved some money there. Um Robbie or Robbie Anderson, I, he's their number one receiver there, well, tied with DJ Moore. Yeah, they, they, they got a, Moore. they got a, they got that. They have weapons galore there. They but have a great running save. back, great wide receivers. They have Teddy Bridgewater, who a lot of you're going to see them probably draft a quarterback this year if they don't get to do the swing swing trades for Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. But their big needs are tight end, linebacker, and an offensive tackle. Their tight end. They had the absolute worst production from the tight ends in the National Football League. A total of 145 yards was by their leading tight end last year, yep. Ian Thomas. So I could see them if they don't take a quarterback with their first pick. Kyle Pitts, the tight end. If He's the safest pick for yeah, them. Yeah, he would, he would really make that offense even more electric than it is. Yep. But you got... Your two tackle, your two offensive tackles are free agents. You're most likely going to re-sign uh, Taylor Mote on your right tackle, and I think he could be drafting a left tackle or taking a free agent. Because they have a top seven pick, am I not mistaken? Yeah, they have the seventh pick, if I, I believe so. Yeah. So at that point, you've got you can get, you're uh, Walker get, Little or Panay Sewell for left tackle that are yeah. Gonna Walker fall. Little is probably no, he's not going in the first round, but there's I, other I, yeah. But there's there other are, tackles out there. Um, Got the guy from Alabama, can't remember his name. But the free agents that they're going to go after is, I could see them going after a guy like Matt Milano from the Bills to play in that linebacker spot. He fit he fits that system yeah. pretty well as a coverage linebacker. I you could see them going after. That. If 
it, maybe they go free agent for tight end and so get someone like John U. Smith, who's got some speed and he could do some wonders for them there. He's probably the top tight end in uh, in the league uh, at free eight that's there for free agency. So I would say you're most likely going to see someone like John U. Smith. I don't foresee uh, Rob uh, Gronkowski being a free agent. I believe he'll get re-signed in. I don't see Hunter Henry going anywhere. Uh, yeah, either. he'll Same most likely get re-signed. Jerry Cook. Yeah, uh, Jared Cook because New Orleans, we'll talk about them. Uh, right away they're the next team we'll talk about we'll talk about their terrible cap situation but tight end is their biggest offensive skill position need than linebacker on defense and their defense last year their entire draft was nothing but defensive draft picks and i believe you'll see a very similar trend a lot more on the defense this year but they'll still go with a few few positions guys but i think they have six picks skill positions in running back and wide receiver on offense they do not need help they have no. mccaffrey and mike davis you've got your top two wide receivers there and dj Moore, Moore and roby anderson so yeah getting a tight end is their biggest need honestly in there um yeah i kind of want to save the saints for last just because of the way they are yeah we'll talk about but, the saints uh, last we'll the talk Tampa about Bay buccaneers 24 million dollar cap space for free like they've got 24 million dollars to spend but at that point, you've also got to remember they don't have Gronk. They've got to resign Gronkowski right now. They've got to resign Chris Godwin. They've got to resign Levante David. They got to resign Shaquille Sha- Barrett, Nickdomakin Sue, Steve McClendon, like Leonard Fournette, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. So there is tons of free agents there. If I think the pri- priority for them is going to be Gronkowski will be one of them, and I also see a guy like uh, Shaq Barrett. They won't want to let go, but I do yep. believe. And Chris Godwin, they won't want to let go either. I believe you're most likely going to see uh, Levante David, a free agent, and Adamakung Sue, a free agent. You're going to see Leonard Fournette as a free agent because they've still got Ronald Jones and they also have Keyshawn Vaughn. They drafted as a young rookie. They have a ton they of also free agents. They also had Shady McCoy, like, yeah, he was a, who is also a free agent. So Ryan Suckup is going to be gone. Like There is a lot of things they need. They're big needs are going to be retaining their free agents if let's say they don't retain these free agents where i predict that they use the franchise tag on chris godwin Mm -hmm. because he's a he is a number one type receiver and him and mike evans are a great duo there and and then they got scotty miller as well who just yeah is a great which is why i don't know if you'll see antonio brown coming uh back i don't know if they'll want to use some of that money they have on him but yeah because he is already older what is he 32 33 already yeah, 34 if not mistaken. Some, yeah something so you're like gonna that. see some d linemen um d linemen is probably going to be your thing you're not going to get nadama kung su steve mcclendon back that's your two interior dts got, yeah. but they're 34 and 35 going on 35 and 36 years old they're already getting right up there in age so they're probably going to be looking at the draft to bring in a really another young, D-line another man. good D. You have Vita Vea there, but you need another D. You need D lineman to also offset to help your JPPs that pass rushes. Yeah, and if exactly. You get Shaq Barrett back. Shaq Barrett, JPP, Vita Vea. There's your starting defensive line. Build around it. Get the second guys that for when JPP decides to retire because he's 32, 33 already. Yeah. So he's getting up there in age. They're also letting go uh, Rakeem Nunez Roche, who is their third DT. Yeah, so they they're definitely need help in the interior of their D linemen. Um, if, and if they can keep Shaq Barrett, 
that's great. But if they don't keep Shaq Barrett, they're going to need someone to rush off the opposite edge there. So I definitely think defensive line is their major need. Um, they could probably still use uh, some help to uh, maybe at their nickel corner as they have Murphy Bunting and Carlton Davis to play their other two corner spots. They could use probably a third corner. Well, they, they, do have have great... K- uh, they do have uh, Jamal, Jamal Dean, Dean who yeah. did not too bad. But, I mean, Herb Miller didn't see much of the field uh, throughout the season. I know that. So, yeah, corner is probably something they could use some depth there. Because I think you're gonna, I think Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting are coming up pretty soon for their deals, too. So you probably you – know, you can never have too many corners and you want to restock in that position. Always. Another position would be a free safety. Because, I mean, they well, have Antoine Winfield. At for, free safety. Or, but you got Whitehead playing at strong safety who had a phenomenal – Jordan Whitehead, yeah. Phenomenal year this year. So I don't think safety is probably going to be a need for them. But, yeah, defensive line at both – Edge and interior would also be helpful. Run, he, a even, running back, even Maybe if you retain Jack Barrett, still get an edge because you're gonna have you can rotate and get rid of. And JPP is old, older, right? So yep. skills will decline. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the last team in the NFC South here, guys, that we're gonna be talking about is the New Orleans Saints. Now, the New Orleans Saints. I don't know how they managed to do this. They are the bottom team for cap space. They have negative $71.2 million in the hole. And their key thing is they have Drew Brees is expected to retire, which, if I'm not mistaken, Drew Brees doesn't even have a contract he does have a contract of 12 million so if he retires they don't have that dead cap hit of 22 they would just save that 12 million right away okay but then you don't have a corner a quarterback you're you're still at 50 59 million dollars over the cap you're looking at this cam jordan is making 18.9 michael thomas 18.8 teron armstead 16.2 Taysom hill your backup the quarterback is making $16.1 million. Yeah, a guy I think you're going to see cut is Quan Alexander, who's got a $13 million cap hit and no, no dead, dead space. Money. Ryan Ramzik is... I, a- I can't see him. He's an elite right... He's the best right tackle in the game, one of the top two or three. Mar- I don't Lattimore, see I don't Lattimore, see him cutting. He's got see. a $10 million no... Uh, Malcolm Brown, he's six million with only a one point five million hit. He could be gone. You're gonna see so many things happening with a lot the of restructurings. Uh, what is this? Okay, so they actually have some contracts right now that are void because I guess of uh, free agency. Yeah, so you've got Sheldon Rankins, Demario Davis, and Jared Cook. Even with those three guys. That eight point three million dollars, you're still seventy one under. You, you need you need their entire cap hit two hundred and fifty nine point one million dollars. I don't see them making any free agency moves, other than maybe some of these guys that they might get for you know a few five hundred thousand, a million dollars after they've cut some of these bigger guys. But there is a lot that they need to do. Like, I mean. They've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 players that on count. their team that are making $10 million or more. Right there, those 13 players take up 
of your cap hit. That's a hundred and thirty million and change, be, it, averaging for ten million each person. We're talking eighteen. So there's twenty, forty, sixty. They are in cap hell. Hundred. Like COVID is gonna destroy the Saints for the sole purpose of the fact that they're gonna have to do a lot of things to get under the cap, and they're expecting the cap to go up, but because of COVID, it's gone down. And that's what's hurting these teams that were prepared, that were spending money like this. When they signed Emmanuel Sanders for ten million dollars last last year, they thought the cap was going to be going up, up, but it didn't go up, and that's very problematic for someone like and Emmanuel Sanders. He he was okay. He wasn't great for the Saints. He was okay. He wasn't worth ten million. It's six and a half million if they get rid of him that they'll save. Yeah, but I mean. There's going to be so much restructuring on these contracts. It's going to be... I mean, like, I, I fully believe Drew Brees is going to retire, and so and Quan Alexander will get cut. Those are the two major ones. It's I, crazy, though, because you've already lo- you already look at it. Michael Thomas and uh, Teron Armstead have already restructured $6.5 million into bonuses. Yeah, there's... They've already done that. Breeze has done $5.4 million into bonuses. Like, the Saints are in trouble. The fact that you signed Taysom Hill, a guy who is an unproven quarterback. To Who's done his other other on-field things like playing, you know, a bit of receiver, a bit of running back, a bit of, you know, whatever. Yeah. Who is yeah, he's a multi-tool player, but he's not a number one quarterback, and you're paying him more than Drew Brees? You're paying him literally four million dollars more than Drew Brees? Oh, that's if that's if if it was next year. Yeah, right? if so it was next year. I truly believe that when they did this Drew Brees contract, it was in, with the understanding that Drew Brees is probably going to retire. Uh so but then again, all right, so Drew Brees retires. You need someone else to be in there in that quarterback room with Taysom Hill. Yep. You need someone like that. You you're losing Trey Hendricks and your opposite defensive end to Cameron Jordan. Yes, you still have Marcus Davenport, but you always need another defensive end. You should at least have a rotation of three with the defensive end position. So, so you're probably going to see a defensive end as their other need. And I mean, look at this. What they're losing already: Jared Cook, Sheldon Rankins, Marcus Williams, like. Jameis Winston, DJ Swearinger, Ty Montgomery, Dwayne Washington, James Hurst, Benny Fowler. Like there, there's quite a bit of guys out there. Trey Hendrickson is their biggest loss, though. He was, I think, he had like over, he had over a dozen sacks this year. He was one of the better pass rushers in the year. He had a great breakout contract year. He's a huge loss, and I mean, yeah. tight end is probably a need if you lose Jared Cook. So. We're going to say they're probably their three biggest needs are a quarterback to be in there with Taysom Hill, a defensive end to replace Trey Hendrickson, and a tight end to replace Jared Cook. Yeah, I, I honestly feel that those are the same the same things. And it's just the Saints, I don't know what's going on with them. Like, you look at this. Their top five guys in Cameron Jordan, Michael Thomas, Teron Armstead, Taysom Hill, and Janoris Jenkins – each one of them is over 7.5% of their cap. You've got Cam Jordan at 9.9, Thomas at 9.94, Armstead at 8.8 or 5.8, eight, 
You've got Hill at 8.54 and Jenkins at 7.51%. And then Quan Alexander's at 6.99. Like I, I, He's getting cut, I believe. I, I just do truly believe, believe he's Alexander. getting cut. That's $13 million with no dead cap. No There's dead no cap. logical yeah. reason not to cut him. Yeah, exactly. So now we can talk about the AFC. We've touched on all the NFC teams. So we'll talk about the AFC East today. And we're going to talk about the... Uh, Buffalo Bills, my team. They need. They have some uh, needs. They are right now. If would be just over at one point two million over the cap, if it goes to the one eighty five, like we talked about. They have some. Uh, they have some needs. Again, they're another team that was one game away from the Super Bowl. They yeah. have some needs. They're losing their right tackle as a free agent in Daryl Williams. Their linebacker, opposite Tremaine Evans and Matt Milano, yep. and they could use a second corner a true second corner to solidify next to Davius White. Those are the three biggest needs. And, of course, upcoming you're going to have a major contract for uh, uh, Josh Allen coming up, so that's going to be something that carries your cap later on. But, I mean, right now, next year, he's only counting against 3.66% of the cap at quarterback, which is why this is the year that you need to truly – this is the year you need to win before you got to re-sign him. But some guys that you're probably going to see cut – if are going to be a guy is going to be a guy like John Brown with a 9 million cap hit and 1.6 million and he's actually someone who is already you've got Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, you have three receivers who probably are going to get more time than John Brown, somebody yeah. who I think needs to go. Mario Addison who had a down didn't have a great year. He's that would be six million dollars that they save with him. You're looking at Mitch Morse, their center. Yes, he made he had a good year, but that's five five million. Yeah, I don't think save. he's going to go. Quentin Jefferson is someone who's got an eight million cap hit, who didn't have a great year with only one point five dead. Uh, Vern Butler. Yeah. So Set, like, there's guys that they can get rid of. To I would say Vernon Butler, Quentin Jefferson, John Brown, and Mario Addison. You could probably cut all four of those players and you've put yourself up to close to that 25 30 million dollar of actual cap space range where you can make some moves and probably at that point re-sign your right tackle in daryl williams uh matt milano has already stated he's going to test free agency but he didn't say he wouldn't re-sign with the bills he just wants to see what's out there for free agents for him yeah i mean the bills aren't really losing too much just just those two players are their big players they're losing john feliciano is also another player who's a free agent who who had said he know he said publicly he believes he's getting a deal done with the bills and he's going to be with the bills again next year um so i personally believe that he's probably the guy that's uh going to get you know get a deal done and he's going to help on that offensive line and maybe they re-sign daryl williams maybe this is a pretty big one that they are letting go yeah he's a, a re- he's a restricted free agent so he'll be a low contract that he gets I mean, and he'll it's get great re-signed that they're letting josh norman go that's six million dollars they're saving there yeah. trent murphy who had a down year he barely played he, he sat most of the time they didn't seven even dress and a half him. million they're saving there uh, Ty Niche, their uh, Ty Inseki, uh, their Ty backup Seki right tackle is five million. Like Tyler Croft, six million at tight end, and he's not even their starter. That was Dawson Knox, and that's not even. Going- Brandon Bean has done a great job of building a productive team these last few years, and 
with young guys. And having these contracts, we just talked about many players that can be cut with no big issues. Yeah. And say, and you're in some good shape. And you're still in good shape. With the cap going down, right? Like John it, Brown is the biggest one. Like I think John Brown. The fact that John Brown is on this team making $10 million right now, just under 9.5, and you can cut him and save uh, was that seven point? It's four it's million. It's basically like just it's seven. You're basically saving seven and a half, seven point four, seven and a half million. Yeah, dollars. seven and a half million and dollars. You're not actually hurting the team immensely because you still have Stefan Diggs. You have Cole Beasley, and Cole you have Beasley. Gabriel Davis, and you can you have a six round rookie in Isaiah Hodgins who they didn't who didn't play all year, but last year was a great he when he did wide play, receiver class. Yeah, when he. I mean, he played in practice. He apparently looked real good in practice, and he was going to get a roster spot if it wasn't for him getting being hurt, right? So in the end, I think you're filling that need. I think John Brown, I like John Brown. I love Smoke Brown. He just, I just think you need to get rid of him to help in other areas of your team to get better. And so that's probably what they're going to do. But we'll move on to the team that uh, finished second, which is the Miami Dolphins in that division. And they're in... I believe they're in really good cap shape this year. $24 million plus right now. And they've got guys like Kyle Van Noy, who is had a kind of a down year. He played okay, actually. He really helped that defense, some leadership. $13.9 million, but if only at 4.12 uh, dead. dead hit. Like, that's almost $9 million they're going to save. They're I, not getting rid of Xavier Howard. Best corner last year. Devontae Parker's their number one. Yeah, not getting rid of him. You're not you're probably gonna get rid of Emmanuel Ogba at seven and a half million with no dead cap hit. No dead cap. Jason Sanders, their kicker, three point three with They re-signed him to a extension, so he's not going anywhere. Okay, there you go. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. And even that. then you wouldn't you wouldn't cut your kicker generally. Jakeem Grant, you're saving almost three million dollars if you did that. And Jakeem Grant wasn't didn't have that great of a year. Well and Theoretically, the Dolphins, they don't need to be making these major cap cuts. Someone like Ogba probably, but their biggest needs are they need a wide receiver. They need wide receiving help. They need yes. people for Tua to throw to. They need continuing to build that offensive line. I would like to see them get a veteran offensive lineman. And a big thing would be a linebacker. I could, If you're looking at a f- potential free agent targets for them, a big one I think is Will Fuller, who... The Texans came out yesterday and said that he, will not, not he will not be franchise tagged. So yeah. he is going to be a free agent. And he is a guy with speed, and that's what you that's need That's where he Miami. would replace Jakeem Grant. Yeah. Jakeem Grant and Will Fuller, two super speedy guys, almost the same Except speed. Will Fuller is a much better receiver. Exactly. Much better player. Right there. And you could probably sign Will Fuller for what Jakeem Grant has. Uh, Will Fuller is probably going to... I mean, five point five six million, uh, maybe seven million on a four-year deal at twenty-eight million around there. But even still, you're getting rid of Jakeem Grant for the four point six, and then signing a guy for eight. Yes, you're taking that on, the extra on, but you just you also saved. And you're getting that a better extra. player. You're getting you're, a better player. You're making them a competitive. The Miami Dolphins are in a good shape. They have a Can good I, coach. One thing that I was really surprised about the Dolphins this year was Mike Gesicki. Yeah, he had a good year. Their tight end, man, this guy came out of nowhere. And, like, he's been in the league for, what, two or three years now? Three years, I believe. He's a good tight end. He's a big body tight end. He he made some plays. I mean, not consistent enough this year, obviously. But, I mean, 
They need more receiving help. I mean, he can't be Devontae Parker and Gasecki as their only options. They could also, I think they could truly use a true number one back. Yes, they got Miles Gaskin played well for them last year, but they could use a game-changing running back. And I think you could see someone like uh, maybe with their, they have the two first-round picks. I truly believe they will probably go wide receiver and running back with their two two picks. I could see them taking someone like Travis Etienne or Najee Harris with their second first round pick. Najee and someone Harris like would be Jamar per- Chase or Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddell would be their top three receiver, receiver pick, taken yeah. early. So that's probably where they're going to go. A surprise first round pick to me for them could be Panay Sowell at left tackle. They could take him with the third overall pick. Yeah, I mean, they only really do only have one tackle on their roster, if I'm not mistaken right now. They've got plenty of tackles on their roster. I mean... Uh, so, no, they only have Jordan Hubbard right now. Yeah, but you got guys like uh, Robert Hunt played at tackle. You've got... Uh, Eric Flowers Austin ja- was a tackle Austin before. Jackson at their left tackle uh, is their starting left tackle. He was their first round, their third first round, or second first round pick last year. I think Noig Benogany was their third last year. So they, they've got some... They've got an actually young offense, a good young offensive line, which is kind of Which scary. is why I see them probably signing a veteran offensive lineman to put some leadership there. Yep. We only got two teams left to go over today. We got the New England Patriots, who we'll go with next. And the Patriots, let's see where they are in cap space. Uh, I believe they actually have quite a bit of cap space. Patriots They're third most this third year most. with $64 million in cap space. But a massive hole at the quarterback position. Well, yeah, they just released Cam Newton. They said they're not bringing him back. All you have right now is Stefan Gilmore, who had a down year. You've got Stefan Gilmore, Donta Hightower, and Devin McCourty, who are all getting older and are still taking up about 20% of your cap space with those guys. Your next two highest paid players are your right tackle and your right guard in Marcus Cannon and Shaq Mason. But you're not getting rid of those guys, probably not. Because you no. you're losing big losses for them. They're losing their center and their left guard in free agency. And Joe Tooney and David Andrews are both free agents. So their biggest needs are quarterback well, if you look and at what weapons. What they are looking, what their free agency is looking like. Joe Thune, Jason McCord, James White, Lawrence Guy, Adam Butler, Rex Burkhead. They're getting Cam rid of a Newton, lot of guys who had cap space. Demir Bird. Like, he had a good year, Demir Bird. I don't understand nah, why. They... He didn't have a good year. He, he he had a good year compared to some of the other Patriots receivers. But when you, when you look at it a whole, Patriots need to find a quarterback, and they need to find people for that quarterback to throw to at the receiver and tight end position. Yeah, so honestly, I do think it's quarterback, wide receiver, tight end. That's all they're going to be going for in free agency and, and the draft. Probably your offensive lineman too is another need too. Like you need mm. offense. Like your defense is fine. Yeah, your defense, defense is a good defense. It's fine. You've got players there. You've got you Devin drafted. McCourty and Patrick Chung and for safeties who are so good. And you have good. Kyle Duggar who you drafted with your first Adrian pick last Phillips year. as yeah, well. Like, they're good on the back end. They're they have a really good back end actually. But your receivers, you've got Julian Edelman Who's and old. You Nikhil have Jaco- Jacoby Myers had a actually didn't play too bad. Yeah, he um, was okay, but you need a quarterback and you need weapons. That's literally it. The Patriots are a very simple off-season plan. You you get yourselves offensive skill, weapons, skill position players, and you find yourself a way to win games that way. But without a quarterback, you're in trouble. And someone I would, who I do think will be there is actually Jacoby Brissett, who yeah, is a free agent from the Colts. I feel like he's going to be someone who gets signed 
So I think that's probably what's going to happen there. And now the last team there is the New York Jets. With the number two overall pick and the second most cap space. At $70.7 million. Your biggest guy is Jamison Crowder. And even if they let him go, that's $10 million that they're saving. I highly doubt the Jets, who have a massive need at the receiver position, Besides slot receiver Jamison Crowder, they need O lineman, they need receiver, and they need they could use some pass rush help along on the defense as well. They need they have a lot of needs. They're probably on paper the team that needs the most in the National Football League, even over the Jags who have the number one pick. It's just they are in trouble. I believe Sam Darnold will still be their quarterback. They may take a quarterback with the second pick, but I truly believe that they won't. I think they're going to stick with Sam Darnold and they think they're going to give him the weapons this year in free agency. And I think they're going to get someone like Juju Smith Schuster, will be a New York Jet next year. I could, I who's could a free honestly see Pittsburgh. Juju going over there. If he does, that's huge. That gives Sam Darnold a number one weapon. It gives him, if Jamison Crowder is a number two. They don't really have a number three. In, well, Denzel Mims played yeah. okay. And he was a rookie, so and he was hurt, so he didn't play much. So he'll probably be that number three, and they'd have a true one, two, three set of weapons there. I mean, Braxton Berrios is not a number three receiver on any other and, team. And he played a lot of number two, a lot of number one with them. They had Brashad Perryman they had jo- last year, who Josh was a free agent. Dawson was such a bust in the draft. Many years he ago, he was now. a seventh overall pick. No, it, he wasn't. He was in the twenty-first overall pick, twenty-second by Washington. Tw- many years ago, now yeah. it's been quite a while. But he's been—he's a first-round talent who didn't do much in the NFL. He's still on their roster, but in the end, it's very simple. You go offensive lineman with your pick, and you get yourself another tackle alongside Mackay Becton, and you're in good shape. I mean, yes, you got George Fant, but you got Mackay Becton, who is a Beast. That guy's huge. Oh, just... Makai Becton is so good. I mean, your right tackle at uh, Greg Van Roten, he's good, but he's not... Work on that offensive line. Work on getting Sam Darnold more weapons. And then also, you still got to help your defense because your defense was pretty bad last year. Yeah. You, you have Quinn and Williams is truly your only good defensive lineman. Yes, you've got a guy like Henry Anderson, but he's not very good. No, Henry Anderson is a mediocre player who's getting paid a lot to be there. Um, you've got your inside linebackers with C.J. Mosley and Blake Cashman. Uh, those guys played so well that Well, Mosley was hurt most of the year, too. Yeah, like, and Cashman stepped up and played very, very well for them. Uh, but, yeah, you've really They're just only- devoid of talent. That's is not much to say. They don't have enough talent on the Jets team. You're not going to be a competitive team. No. And if you keep getting a new young quarterback every couple of years, nothing's going to change. I mean, unless you're getting a guy like – if they had the number one pick, they were going to go quarterback and they were going to dump Sam Darnold. They were going to go Trevor Lawrence and be done with it. That's it. Number two, yes, they could still go quarterback, and you're probably going to see them go either Fields or Wilson. But, but yeah, I mean, like, looking at this – The free agents that are out there, as of right now, without being franchise-tagged anything, you're looking Dak Prescott, Vaughn Miller, A.J. Green. And Vaughn Miller, he has an option that needs to be picked up if he's going to be... If he plays, they can uh, pick pick up up the option and he goes back to... uh, Denver. Denver. Then you've got Judon, J.J. Watt, Leonard Williams, Kawan Short, Melvin Ingram, Bud Dupree, Shaq Barrett, Jarrell Casey, like you, Patrick Peterson, Allen Robinson, A.J. Boyd, 
uh, T.Y. Hilton, Jadavian Clowney, Yannick Ngakwe. You've got guys in Justin Simmons is going to be a free agent. Like Kareem Jackson, Leonard Floyd. You've got so many guys right now. There, there's a lot of talent out there on the free agent class, but it will be a down year for free agent. You will not see, in le- except for big stars, you won't see major contracts handed out because they're worried about the cap even possibly dropping next year again. Yep. Or even staying around where it is now, and that's going to really hurt teams. So I do. I honestly feel you're going to see the Jets, Patriots, Bengals, and Panthers do the most in free um, agency. The Colts, too. In free agency <laughs> right now. Yeah, so... Uh, so, guys, that does look like it's all we have for you guys. We have gone through and talked about every one of them. Uh, so, if you got just... Uh, I do think there wasn't anything else for us to really touch on. Sorry about it. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, we're just going to end it off here. Uh, we've talked about free agency quite a bit this week. Uh, so, we'll be a back couple, in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. small rumors going around. Russell Wilson didn't want to... Uh, yeah, he he's looking for a trade. He's not really looking for a trade, but if he Never goes, requested one. He's got four teams in mind that he said he would he would be happy for a trade to, which is the Bears, the uh, Cowboys, Raiders, and uh, Saints. Saints, yes. But other than that, guys, I do think we are done here. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. For everybody that does listen, please like, share, comment, subscribe. If you guys have. Any questions, concerns, please send them to us uh, through Facebook. We are both available anytime. Thank you guys very much again for listening. Yeah, have a good one.